Yes, thanks for having me, Oliver. Pleasure. So what stands out here, Tesla beat pretty much everything they needed to, including margins that came above expectations. And from what I understand, that's what folks were worried about this quarter. So is this just all clear, smooth sailing or what? Yes, largely, largely smooth sailing indeed. Um, revenues, of course, missed by 1%. Um, that is because ASPs were down 6% year on year and 1% sequentially. But um, the important thing there was that cost per car came down over 5% sequentially. And that is driving that 29% auto gross margin that is, that is so in focus. And, you know, to put that into context, 29% gross margin for an automotive manufacturer, that is double that of the big auto OEMs. So very impressive. And to us, that really demonstrates that Tesla um, continues to work down their costs at a pace I think very few people were counting on going into the print. So where does that uh, margin strength come from here? Uh, is this uh, uh, just about them having a cleaner supply chain than peers? Is it uh, just uh, the general manufacturing process that they've perfected? Uh, because there's a lot of companies this uh, season where the, that margin's going the other way. Yeah, exactly. I think um, it's a bit of both. So Tesla, of course, is one of the few pure EV companies out there. Um, the advantage that that gives them is that a lot of the components that account for, for a big part of their cogs um, are still on a downward trajectory. So battery costs continue to go down um, significantly. And then the same goes for other components related to the power drive, et cetera. So they can definitely um, bring down that cost curve further. Then on top of that, um, they've also increased production of, of Shanghai that accounted for most of the sequential increase in production, actually. And um, production in Shanghai is simply cheaper because it is a localized supply chain um, compared to the compared to the Fremont fab. How does the delivery growth from here look in your mind? Uh, what should we expect in that rate next year? Is, uh, there could be uh, also some new cars added to the lineup as we're looking for the Cybertruck. But if we leave that part out, or rather, just tell me, I mean, do you include that uh, as part of the expectations? How are we modeling deliveries for next year? So the way we, we think about next year is that um, Tesla today is already at a 1 million annual run rate. You know, Shanghai is producing um, more than 50,000 50, cars in September alone. So that's, 60, that's uh, 600,000 annually. Three months, another, another roughly 500,000 annualized. Now, what we'll have next year is that, is that Berlin is, is ramping up, of course. Um, so it's taxes. And those will eventually also be 500,000 um, 500, uh, cars per year factories, but but that ramp is still a bit is still a bit of an unknown. Um, in our view, we we honestly do not care that much whether whether production starts in um, in November, December, or even into January, because the reality is that uh, Tesla has now demonstrated with the Model Y in three months, Model Three and the Y in Shanghai. That, that they can ramp up production in a very reliable um, manner. So, you know, what's, what's a few months of delays in, in the grander scheme of things there? Now, hmm. uh, what that means for next year is that they have Shanghai and Fremont that they can count on, and Berlin and Texas are, are in ramp up phase. So, you know, you can't, you can't count on, on deliveries there um, too much, but they should still contribute.
Okay, so so six hundred thousand Shanghai, five hundred thousand Fremont, and then probably another few hundred thousand coming from the other two fabs, which comfortably gets you to around one point four million. New plants, uh, new production, uh, more money, and uh, if uh, they maintain that margin, then uh, an impressive uh, in performance year for Tesla. The price target you've hiked yours up to about thirteen hundred from nine, 12.98 to be precise, and that is a 75 times 2024 earnings. So the last part here, Rolf, just real quick, that valuation, I mean, GM is ramping up their production too for EVs, Ford's doing the same. Those companies traded 10 times earnings. Uh, how does that equation balance out? Yeah, I think, um you know what Tesla has shown over the past few years is that they have around a five-year lead versus those those traditional OEMs in terms of in terms of uh, in terms of the cars that they built and of course the profitability of those vehicles that you see so clearly in the print yesterday. Um, so we don't think that that lead will be something that that um, GM or Ford can catch up with easily. Now for Tesla, the coming years we expect that they will ramp up taxes, taxes in Berlin, as I mentioned. Um, so that's, that's, we think we'll get them to around 2.3 million deliveries in 2024. Um, group gross margin of 29%, which is not challenging. Today it's 27% already. And um, with strong operating leverage that the business is showing, that gets you to an EPS of around $17. And that 75% multiple, that makes complete sense to us because that is also what other high growth companies like Amazon have traded for years in that 50 to 100x mm. range. Um, and, and Tesla beyond 2024, they still have a Model 2, they have the energy storage business, they have insurance. Um, there's a lot of growth drivers there that make us, make us feel very good about that, um, that type of multiple going into, into the second half of the decade even.